Hi, this is Tom from ZeroToFinals.com. Welcome to this bonus episode where I'm going to be going through something completely different, which is my thoughts on how to learn medicine. I'm thinking of starting a completely new YouTube channel and podcast all about how to learn medicine. And this is one of the episodes uh, which is here for you to sample to see whether you like it. If you do like it, do get in touch with me and let me know you'd like to hear more. If this doesn't interest you or it's not helpful for you, don't worry. The next episode will be back to the normal scheduled medical topics and we'll be starting all over again with medicine with updated guidelines and more information and hopefully better episodes. But for now, here is a sample of the How to Learn Medicine content and an episode on making notes. So let's start by talking about why people make notes in the first place. And I think there's three reasons. The first reason is encoding and storing that information. So they actually use note-taking as a way to learn the information. Second reason is as external storage, meaning that they're trying to take all this information that they're learning and put it in a single place in their set of notes where they can come back and reference it later or review that information later on. So the note-taking is a way of storing that information externally somewhere to come back to later. And the third reason is that making notes makes them feel like they're doing something. So sometimes it can be difficult to know what to do when somebody says, go and do a study session. And making notes is a way to feel like you're doing something. And at the end of three hours or four hours studying in the library, you feel like you've achieved something. So those are the three reasons I think people would give for why they make notes. And if you've got another reason for making notes, do put it in a comment. Uh, So I'd love to hear your feedback on your thoughts and if you've got a different experience to what I'm saying. But they're the three reasons I would give. So let's start by talking about the first reason, which is using note-taking to encode information and store it in your memory. So the note-taking is actually the study method that people use to learn the information. And I've got my doubts about this. So encoding information is all about taking the information, processing it, and relating it to what you already know so that you can then take that information and store it in your memory. So the idea is that you sit down with a textbook or you're in a lecture, you process that information and then you note it down and that process of trying to work through the information and note it down actually stores it in your memory. Personally, I think there's way better and more time-efficient methods for encoding information and actually learning it as opposed to note-taking. So, for example, let's say you're trying to study cardiology. If you read through the cardiology section of the Zero to Finals Medicine book, it might take you two hours. Whereas if you're trying to do note-taking and create your own set of notes on that information, it might take you six to ten hours to go through that cardiology section. So it's taking you, say, three to five times longer to note-take some information rather than just to read it. And let's say note-taking gives you 20% extra in terms of what you remember from what you've been through compared to reading it's still probably worth reading it three to five times more frequently compared with note-taking just once. Remember, during medical school, you need to cover the entirety of medicine 
and you only have a limited amount of time to do it. So you need to be efficient. And I think there's way more efficient and effective ways of encoding and learning information than note taking. For example, effortful retrieval and testing. These are the methods that I would suggest using rather than taking notes. A concept called effortful retrieval is a very powerful method for getting things to stick in your memory. By getting your brain to dig deep into difficult to reach stored memories and retrieve that information, you solidify and make stronger the connections between the information that you're trying to learn. So adapting and making your study sessions full of effortful retrieval is a very powerful way to actually remember that information as opposed to just glossing over it. So what I would suggest is when you go to study some information, let's say you're going through thyroid function tests, when you read through that information, read through some of the key points and then stop and put your textbook or whatever you're using to one side, get a piece of paper and try to recall all the information and the key vocabulary, the key facts and everything you need to know down onto that piece of paper from memory. Try to actually recall that information Then go back to the original source and you'll be able to see what did you get right? What did you get wrong? What couldn't you remember? And that way you're really forcing your brain to store that information rather than just glossing over it, which you might do if you're just copying out when you're making notes. Next, let's talk about the external storage reason for making notes. And the idea here is that people are collecting information from different sources, lectures, from textbooks, from PBL sessions, from time on the ward and so on, collecting it all into one place in their set of notes that they then can use to revise from. The problem is, is this is extremely time consuming and very effort intensive. And you may not get the opportunity because it's so time and effort intensive to actually go back through those notes and learn them. The other things people might do is create mind maps or create flashcards or create their own set of questions. And all of these things are quite labor intensive and they may not be able to get around to revising that information before their exams. Another thing people do is talk about condensing notes. So they take a textbook, let's say the zero to finals medicine book, and they condense the information in that book down into their notes. And then some people will go to the further extreme and condense their notes into another set of notes and then maybe another set of notes. And before you know it, they've condensed it three or four times down onto just a couple of sheets of A4 paper. Now, this is really labor intensive and really takes a lot of effort and takes away from the actual process of revising. It's important to realize that external storage of the information in a set of notes does not mean the same thing as internal storage of the information in your brain. They're two different things. So when I was in medical school in my third semester of medical school, in my second year, I decided I was going to go all in on this semester and do the best that I possibly could. So I spent hours and hours in the library studying the topics. And what I did was decided to create my own set of perfect notes and mind maps. And I used to get in early, leave very late in the evening, creating these beautiful mind maps. And at the end of the semester, I had this huge folder full of these beautiful mind maps that I thought I knew in great detail. 
And I went into the exam very confident, thinking, I know everything on this exam. And I came away with the worst score in the whole of the medical school semester tests. This was the worst I did. And I got a bit frustrated and a bit um, fed up with this afterwards. So the next semester, my fourth semester, I didn't put much effort in at all. And a few weeks before the exams, I just grabbed together what notes I could find from different people and the textbooks, read through those, and ended up scoring way higher than I did in my third semester where I put in way more effort. And this proved to me that the process of making notes is not very useful as a learning method or even as a storage method because I didn't, even though I thought I went back through my notes, I didn't have as much time as I would have done if I'd have just gone straight for the learning process rather than the note-taking process first. So this then raises the question, where do you actually get your set of notes from? Because ultimately you need a collection of things to revise for the exams. So here's what I would suggest. Start with a foundation. For example, you could use one of the Zero to Finals books. Suppose your exam coming up is on cardiology, respiratory, endocrinology, and gastroenterology. There's sections in those books on those topics. And I've put a lot of effort into those books trying to create a set of notes that can be learned straight away that contain 80 to 90% of what would come up on any exam on that topic. So it's a good foundation and starting point. And then as you go through your lectures, as you go through your PBL groups, as you go through your small teaching sessions, what I would say is before the session, read through the relevant sections of the book or relevant sections of your notes and make sure you know that really well before the session. And then during the session, because you've already learned that information, what you can do is pick out from the session, from the lecture or from the PBL group, the information that's not contained within that book or that foundational set of notes. And then you can add the very key facts that you need that are not included in those notes. Therefore, when you're creating your set of notes, you're not starting from scratch. You're not building from the ground up. You've already got a good foundation and you're just adding the little details that come up that you realize are not in that foundational set of notes on top of it. You can literally write straight in the book um, with those extra details. I recently got an email from somebody about this and what she says is I found I wasted too much time in taking notes exactly as you mentioned in the video but at the same time I'm afraid that I may miss something important as my university seems to be so specific. For example with H. pylori treatment they ask for the first and second line of treatments and the third line for example in a penicillin allergy So she needs to know this key information. And what I would say here is, if you take the gastroenterology section of the Zero to Finals Medicine book, it contains a section on gastroesophageal reflux disease, and within that is a section on H. pylori treatment. The same is available completely free on the website at zerotofinals.com slash g-o-r-d. And what you can do then is add in the very specific information that your university needs to know, for example, first, second and third line treatments. And then rather than creating a whole set of notes on H. pylori, all you've done is add the key facts that you know need to be in there 
ready to learn for your exams because your university specifically wants you to know those facts. Another question people have when it comes to creating a set of notes is when do you have enough notes and when can you start actually learning them? And I got an email from the same person with a similar problem and a question and they say, I have watched your how to learn medicine videos on YouTube but still struggle to understand regarding how much note-taking is enough and if I should concentrate on making flashcards or using zero to finals instead. Ultimately, you have a certain number of hours in which you can learn medicine during medical school or prepare for your exams. You don't have infinite hours. And suppose you had infinite time, infinite energy, infinite motivation. That would be great. You could create the ultimate set of notes and have plenty of time to learn them. But in reality, you are limited. So what you could do is get completely hung up on having everything you could possibly uh, need to know for your exam in your set of notes. But the problem with that is it would take so much time and energy, you wouldn't have time and energy left over to actually learn the information. So let's say you create a set of notes on 80% of the information that could come up in the exam. And you go through that note, those notes so well and so thoroughly and you learn all the information in there. Now you know 80% of what could come up on the exam. But suppose you strive and strive and strive to get to 98% of all the information that could no- come up on the exam, but you don't have any time to actually learn it. So you only learn about 30 or 40% of that. Now you know 30 or 40% of what could come up on the exam when you when the exam day actually rolls around. So in the first scenario, where you only aim for 80% of what could come up, but you learn it really well, you're going to do better than aiming for 100% of what could come up, but not knowing it very well. Next, let's talk about the third and final reason that people create a set of notes, and that is to feel like they're doing something. For many people, the default when you say, what do you do when you study? The default is people will get out a textbook or lectures or whatever and create a set of notes from that. And you may come across this on Instagram or YouTube or other social media where people are showing off their perfectly created set of notes with different colors and illustrations and tabs um, and highlights and all sorts of other things. And you think that person's got it really worked out and they're going to do really well in their exams because of their beautiful set of notes. I want to try and fight back against this idea because there's way more productive ways to study so that when people think about how they are going to study when they go and sit down to learn, for example, gastroenterology, rather than thinking about creating a set of notes, they think about doing effortful retrieval, active reading, testing themselves and tracking their knowledge over time. So let me give you some final thoughts about note-taking, and hopefully I've given you some useful information in this video. But the final thoughts start with one of the lines from this email that I was talking about, where this person says, I found that I finished my weekly lectures in two days, but not have much retained in my head afterwards. And then I take two days to make my notes, and one day takes for PBL preparation. And this leaves me with no time for the actual repetition of flashcards and feels as I was able to retain zero information during this week. 
As I have two kids to care for during the week, this is a frightening situation and I'm not able to figure out where I make a mistake, not being able to finish all in time. And I think this perfectly summarises the limited time that's available in medical school and how much you have to go through um, and how much content you have to learn. And if you're making a set of notes on all of this content, it's just going to suck up all your time and you're not going to be left with any time to actually learn the information. And this person has kids they need to look after, but loads of people or almost everybody's got other responsibilities, whether that's part-time job, sports team, playing an instrument in an orchestra, um, doing productions in plays or any number of other things. Everybody's got other responsibilities, so they can't spend all their time creating notes and keeping on top of everything. So here's what I would suggest. If you're organized enough, you create this foundational set of notes or you you have this foundational set of notes. For example, you start with a zero to finals textbook. Then before you go into your lecture or your PBL session, you thoroughly read that information using this effortful retrieval technique that I talked about, where you keep stopping to recall that information that you've just read and testing your knowledge and understanding as you go through it. Then when you go through the lecture or the PBL session, you identify gaps in that foundational set of notes that you have, and you fill in those gaps just very quickly. This will save you a vast amount of time that you can then spend actually testing yourself on that information and effectively learning it, rather than just creating more and more sets of notes. So thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on learning medicine and any problems that you're struggling with or anything that I've said that you think needs clarifying or you're not really sure how to apply it. I'd love to have that feedback so that I can explain and expand on things further. If you want to get in touch with me, the best way is to email me at tom at zero to finals.com and I hope you tune in for the next episode and I'll see you then.